the game central podcast for probably the final time i don't mean the final time that we're never going to do it again but next week gareth we're going to go through a major reinvention aren't we that's what you keep telling us prince reinvented himself madonna reinvented herself on numerous occasions and so has george michael eminem also and what can we say about those guys jack there isn't a jack here don that's uh, my son they're all old and irrelevant now no, but let's be honest, they still carry on, don't they, apart from Prince, unfortunately. So, we're going to be doing the same, we're going to be updating the podcast, we're going to give it a different feel, a different tone, and it's going to be feel fresher than a pair of Don's girlfriend's knickers straight from the wash. Darker. It's going to be darker, it's going to be the, the Christopher Nolan version of the podcast. It's going to be the Gareth's knickers version. Oh, Oh, no. Gareth. No, Terry. but we could all talk in husky voices, like Bane and... Uh, Bane's voice wasn't husky. Like Bane. You're husky. Oh, my name is Bane. <laughs> oh. Um, so basically what we're going to be doing today, we're not going to be doing the usual dredge of podcasts that we've all come to hate. We're actually going to be doing the E3 special because I don't know if you know this, Don. But mm-hmm. there was a very important show. Was it last week? Still going on. Or this is the last week, day. Beginning of this week, last wasn't it? Day yeah. yeah. Uh, so, what we'll be doing um, in a sort of different way than usual, I'll be talking about the exclusive Microsoft games, and then we'll be kind of discussing them. Then Don will be introducing the PlayStation games, uh, and then we'll be discussing those, the Sony games. Then Gareth will be talking about Zelda, um, and then we'll be talking about the multi-platform games uh, and just discussing those about, uh, within amongst ourselves. So, Gareth, get us going with a really influential background musical bed. So, this year's E3 was fantastic. Um, I don't think there was as many surprises as there were last year. But I think no one was really expecting it to be. Uh, I want to start off with Microsoft's press conference with our old friend Danny Spence. Is that his name? <laughs> Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer, that's it. <laughs> he wears blazers, doesn't he, and t-shirts. He's very. So he's yeah. even more laid back. He's much. He's quite hip, isn't he? He's down. He's quite him. hip. He's really hip. <clears throat> Unlike you know, uh, major fucking seventy-year-old Nelson. Yeah, but sorry, I is, just saw him the other day on one of the videos, and I was just like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> I, I just don't understand how Phil Spencer can get away from it because he's kind of like the typical uncle guy that would come around like, "Hey guys, yeah." I suppose because he runs the gaming division, you kind of cut him some slack. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, he was. I don't like all this false. What would you call it? False appreciation for their customer peoples. Why people that buy feels... games. Because he feels like... disgenuous, doesn't he? He's got a yeah, weird, that's the word. Got a weird yeah. way about him. Like, yeah, we really appreciate all the things you guys do for us. And it's like, yeah. underneath you can see he's seething with rage. 
hate yeah, thank you it's because of you guys that really <laughs> informs us on where we should go next without you we wouldn't know what we'd do but without you, you would. we wouldn't have had to piss around with xbox one when it got launched you bastards we could have done That's what we wanted thing. in the first place <laughs> without you with the xbox 360 we wouldn't have known that we released a faulty product and <laughs> it would break down <laughs> You know, it's just that disingenuous, like Don says. I want my companies to be in charge of what's going on. You know, I don't want them to have to do this bleeding heart, thank you very much, everyone. It's like, you're the people, you're the producers, you make this shit. You know, we're the ones that buy it. You're the one in charge. You know, you're the master. But um, before any of that, I want to talk about Gears of War which is uh, obviously a Microsoft exclusive. Dun, dun, dun. Um, I think underwhelming has got to be one of the main words there, Don. I don't know how you felt about <laughs> it and you, Gareth. I've, I've lost interest in Gears of War by the time the third one came out. Yeah, um, but I think... You know, you even know, though the fourth one, everyone's in you know, a judgment, people going, oh, it's good again. I, I, yeah. It bored me to tears by long before that. It was just, there was just nothing that really stood out. And what they showed off last year was pretty pathetic. And this year, just it's it's like oh, there was no grandness to it. There was no, it wasn't on a grand scale. It was kind of like they just shut their eyes and just picked whichever level they fell on to bring with them as a demonstration. Yeah, here's the thing: is it's called Gears of War, not Gears of Go and Find This Girl's Mom. Like <laughs> it, it should have that grand feel, like you said, Rob. Like. Gears of War 1, 2, and 3, they found a way with each new game to up the ante to increase the scope and make it more and more epic. And if 4 is just going to be Marcus Phoenix doesn't get on with his son, then what the fuck are they playing at? Gears of social services. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there's stuff to be excited about. Like, for me, knowing that game's coming out on PC as well, instant dream, knowing Horde Mode's going to be in there, fucking... That's reason enough to buy it alone because hard mode is incredible. And if I can play, for example, with you, Rob, when I'm on my PC and hey. you're on your Xbox, then yeah, we do that over Skype awesome. anyway. Well, the, we don't talk about oh, web, sorry. webcams off though. Webcams. The off. webcams off. <laughs> Unlike that poor fellow who was masturbating and got caught, didn't he? Because he left his connect on. Oh dear. While he was broadcasting on Twitch or something, and everyone saw him masturbating. Excellent. Which is nice. Uh, but, yeah, for me, it just seemed very pedestrian. And so, so kind of like, if this is what you're showing us here at E3, fuck knows what the rest of the game is like, if this is the big moment. I don't know if they're trying to tone it down, make it a bit more personal. Um, the characters seemed rather formulaic. Uh, mm. The female, the black man, and then the white hero. Yeah, there was nothing really that stood out for me. It reminded me a bit of the uh, first Uncharted gameplay, you know, when he was jumping from sort of those cliff tops. Not the one in the car that we later got, but uh, smashing through a shanty town. But that first E3, I think it was 2014 maybe, where it was just very underwhelming and it didn't seem very Uncharted-like. I wanted to see more kind of enemies on screen, sort of feeling that (coughs) what I love about Horde, Gareth, is that feeling of continually fighting against the odds yeah. and feeling that you're kind of sometimes overwhelmed. Yeah, it's like That's where humans had the technology and superior training, but the Horde just had numbers. They just threw yeah. as many bodies as they could at the problem until they started to win the war. That was yeah. It was a cool dynamic inside. And that's that's kind of what, what I wanted Gears of War 4 to be. 
sort of more on that scale, more of an epic fight. But, you know, as it is, not very impressed by it at all. And I'm sorry about that, Gareth. Uh, Then we had Forza Horizon 3, which some people may say is inevitable, but still fantastic. Um, Forza Horizon's a game that I really enjoy. I don't really like the kind of let's do six laps around a really long track. I kind of like that open-world nature. I thought Forza Horizon 2 was a bit too familiar to Forza Horizon 1. Same sort of layout, same sort of feeling to it. But this one, is it set in Australia? Australia. Yeah, so you've got like dune buggies, you've got sort of rigs and stuff like that, as well as cars and supercars. So, you know, it should have that. As long as they feel noticeably different, uh, we should have, you know, a fresh feeling game on our hands. Um, But obviously... I won't be playing on the Xbox Scorpio. <sighs> Bloody thing it was, wasn't it? And obviously, Sony hanging back again, as they did last press conference, with <coughs> the announcement of sort of... What was it? No. It wasn't last year. It was a few years ago where Xbox came out and pretty much stuffed up their relationship with everyone. And then Sony came on the next day and started going, Hey, everyone, we love you. Oh, look at all these indie studios we've got. <laughs> We can trade games on our console just by... Exactly. By giving each other the disc. Uh, yeah. That all started that funeral, yep. Yeah, so they sort of hung back in the shadows, waited for Microsoft to unleash their new console. Um, I don't know. I don't think people will be confused. They talk about Nintendo confusing their audience with the Wii and the Wii U and stuff like that. Hmm. But I think Nintendo have got a less tech-savvy audience. I think, obviously, the majority of Xbox known owners are going to know the difference between the Scorpio, the Xbox S, and the Xbox One. Yeah. So I don't think there's going to be much of a problem there. It doesn't really offer too much. I think you need an X, a 4K TV to get the most out of it, otherwise it's pretty pointless. Um, yeah, so that was that. Uh, if you could remind <laughs> me of any other games, Gareth, because you're really good at lists, uh, and you don't actually get to write a list I this year. I can tell you the one that I... The only Microsoft one that I was vaguely thought was all right, which oh, was Scalebound. You thought Scalebound looked all right? That was the low point. Compared to all the other stuff, yeah. Yeah. Compared to all the other stuff. Their conference. I didn't. I just. I was completely underwhelmed by their whole conference, to be honest. But Scalebound on, looks all right. Although there's just other stuff. There's loads of other games very similar to it, but you know. Yeah, well, I think it's for the Japanese market, isn't it? Having sea that, of Thieves um, just looks like a kids' hunt. game. I couldn't, I didn't understand why everyone was going mad over Sea of Thieves. It's anyway, made sorry, by Rob. Rare, who are legendary. Excuse me, like, Gareth, you're game. just popping ahead, mate. Oh, mate. <laughs> sorry about this, Gareth. Don, where whoever's who, no one knows anymore. <laughs> but what I'm saying, Gareth, is you've got one game, all right? <laughs> me and Don have got a multitude of one to go through. Got so many games, it's ridiculous. That's why I've got to jump in now. <laughs> Stop jumping in. There's plenty more to talk about the Microsoft one. I don't know why you're we needed. Off. We needed to stop and talk about um, Scalebound, which is okay. okay until they all start to <coughs> go on about the headphones and things. I thought it was a bit embarrassing. <laughs> it was very cringy. I don't like that part of it. Uh, it was quite funny when they introduced it, though. There's the, the bit of the demo where, like, the three other three players are like riding around on dragons, flinging fireballs at this giant crab, and the person controlling the demo is like, "Just gonna get my bow and arrow out, have a few <laughs> yep. flicks. Oh, it's not effective. Let me try uh, running at it with my sword. Get on the fucking dragon, mate!" 
Yeah, if you've got a dragon, you don't need to piss about. It'd be it'd be the guy you were playing online with that was just getting on everyone's tits. <laughs> You're all trying to play. He's like, oh, I'm going to use my bow. Oh, that's not effective. Try and use my sword. That's not effective. Um, unfortunately, I don't think it's for a very particular um, group of people, isn't it? That Don genre where. <laughs> They just all get together and just do the same thing over and over again. It's for the, the Don demographic. That's what that yeah, is. Yeah, I wouldn't say, yeah, yeah, Don, the Don demographic, the yeah. Donographic. <laughs> hey. Which is quite good. You've done Thank a card, Yeah, well, you know, that's quite good. Give me another one, Gareth. Uh, what was the example I, I just gave? Oh, Sea of Thieves. Uh, go around with your pirate friends being pirates. Yeah, but you're a bit. You're you have a bit more of a light-hearted take on games. That's the problem. Not a problem. Whereas me and Don, you know, if it's got any sort of semblance of being nice or friendly, <laughs> we don't want to know. It's not. It's not necessarily that exactly. It's more. I mean, yes, it's a rare game and stuff. But to be honest, rare don't mean to me doesn't mean what rare used to mean. Oh, so it just doesn't. It, they, they don't have the same weight. They're light <coughs> game. The last game for Xbox One was that sports game that was all motion tracked from the Kinect, and it was just yeah. kind of awful. And uh, they've just kind of yeah. lost their way. They've become a kind of kiddie. They're kind of a kiddie studio. They make games for the younger. Oh. They they just seem to you know, which is fine. It's totally fine. It's not a problem. But just means people you know my age <laughs> don't. Yeah, we want blood. Don't find them quite as quite as interesting and stuff. They don't. It just, just didn't. Didn't see if thieves just didn't grab me as going here's something amazing new and something. All right, Don, let me try and sell it to you, okay? Please do. You, you then you're meant to say okay rather than just stop speaking, so I, I said, know that you're I said, okay. I said please do. Oh, sorry, it must have cut out. I can say okay if you want. Okay, <laughs> the the trailer opens. Ooh. There's a man on his own, sort of in a robotic pirate suit. Ooh, and they're on these futuristic ships but they're not only in the water they're in the air as well so they become both airborne and aquatic whenever they want you and a few of your friends are on this ship and you can come across randomly there could be like a sea monster that comes out of the water and you'll hit it and numbers come out and <laughs> it falls down and then you'll collect stuff and then you'll go down the sea a little bit more then another one will come out, and then you can all slash it to death, and then it dies. What would you think? That's not very environmentally friendly. It sounds a bit cruel. Oh, okay, sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. <laughs> I mean, I imagine it's selling well in Japan, because they're into the whole, you know, whale killing. Oh, <laughs> you know. But we'll get on to Hideo Kojima's <laughs> Yes, we will. Um, obviously, CFE, Scalebound, Recore. Yeah. That is... Oh, my God. Sorry. All right, guys, calm down. Was that excitement, Don, or disappointment? It just sounded orgasmic either I'd, way. I I blocked it out. This was at the previous E3 last year as well, and oh god. Yeah. No. Don't worry about it, mate, because it. it's Kiji Inafune. <laughs> uh, so he's he's a fantastic developer. Devil May Cry, I believe, unless I'm wrong. Oh, I didn't so know that. Can be wrong. I didn't see any Devil May Cry. Unless, no, I, I, unless think... I blinked and missed it. Oh, oh, darling, he made the first one. Yeah. The first Devil May Cry. Um, 
but to me, it looks more like a sort of game you would download from Xbox Live. I don't yeah. know about anyone else. Yeah, that just didn't good. seem to have enough to it. Um, Dead Rising 4. Oh. Obviously, Rob's excited because I love the Dead Rising series, especially Dead Rising 3. Um, I don't know what else it can do to sort of mark itself out. I suppose it can make the game well bigger, have a shopping centre, shopping mall. They don't call them shopping centres. Because that's one thing Dead Rising 3 sort of... Uh, I think the story was a bit too serious uh, mm. for the subject matter because it is a bit tongue-in-cheek and it sort of lost its humour. Uh, you're not interested in a bit of Dead Rising because there's uh, rumours that it could be coming out on PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, from what I've heard, it's exclusive for... <coughs> Bless you. It's exclusive Sorry, for... Sorry, I should have caught MRSA or some shit. <laughs> It's, it's Sorry. exclusive to Microsoft for a, the first year, and then after yeah. that, it comes PlayStation. That's really nice of a minute. <clears throat> yeah. uh, Halo Wars 2, I think, as much as I'm not really a big on the Halo universe, I think it's getting more boring as it goes along. Yep. Uh, it It's good to have a real-time strategy game on console, because I'm a big fan of Command & Conquer Red Alert. Nice. Okay, and if that was remastered, I'll tell you what, I would be remaster baiting. <laughs> Thank you. That's great. That's Thank the you. title of the episode. Remaster baiting. Fantastic. Uh, Gwent, the Witcher <laughs> card game. Oh, Gwent. It sounds like, oh, she's got an awful Gwent. <laughs> uh, I, was, <laughs> I went Gwent, there last Gwent night. Gwent is a place in Wales. It, it's just... Yeah, probably. <laughs> it is. Gwent. It does sound Welsh. Um, Gareth, was it, which one of you was it that quite liked a bit of Gwent? I've not played Witcher 3, so... Oh, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> um, then we go on to State of Decay 2, uh, which, you know, hardly looked any different from the first one. I think if it had a bit more of a budget to it, uh, it could be really promising, because although it's sort of survival horror, uh, survival zombie apocalyptic world genre, uh, it had a bit more in sort of building bases... Uh, I think there was a bit of a human element in there as well, Gareth, which oh, yeah. we all love. We all love to see. Um, so if they had a little bit... I don't know if either of you paid State of Decay. Nope. No. It was a, a little bit basic, but they they meant well. And it's a shame that, you know, you get these guys with good ideas and stuff like that, but they don't necessarily get the budget. So it's nice to see them have a second uh, second stab of things. So, obviously, Gareth was talking about the Xbox Play Anywhere, lets you buy Xbox One games and then play it for free on the PC. So, does that mean, Gareth, that you could buy a PC game, not that you do, uh, and then you could let me play it on Xbox One? How does it work? Is it? I assume it'd be tied to your Xbox account. Okay. So, like, if I bought Gears of War, then you wouldn't be able to just have the Xbox One version. It'd be tied to and, my Xbox Live account. <coughs> but what if you then traded it in? Um, it's hmm. weird. So I don't really know how it works. Hmm. Was oh. you stroking your beard when you said that? <laughs> stroking someone, mate. Yeah. My penis. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's good to stroke your penis at times. You know, there's always a time to do it. And that really sums up the Xbox exclusives there. Uh, nothing to really write home about. Because, I'm, I'm, I mean, I live at home, so I wouldn't 
necessarily write home about it. Um, possibly because I would already know I've got the PC and stuff and the thing. So if I had written home about it and sent it off, it would be delivered to me at a later date. But I'd already know the information that was contained within the envelope. So it would be, at best, pointless. Uh, so, Don, what was going on in the world of PlayStation? Ooh, oh, oh God. fanboy. So much stuff. Oh, two things. Go on, Dan, list <laughs> yeah. off these two things. Really? Because I've got a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, and then two things at the end, which have about 15 things in each. That so... list is eight things too long. No, it's not. So yeah. let's start Don off. And Gareth knows his lists. PlayStation <laughs> exclusives. Here we go. Okay. Brand new God of War was uh, one of kick the off things, of their yeah. show. Yes, it is one of the things. Um, this one is like quite a lot of games this year on every platform, really. They're all going kind of more open world, you know, exploratory, lots of bows and arrows all over the fucking shop in pretty much every game. Um, but this one is basically <coughs> a much older Kratos. He's got a beard because he's become a hipster in his old age. Yeah. And uh, he's now got a kid, which I presume he's stolen from some other woman he murdered. Um, <clears throat> and well, well, the thing is, <laughs> the, the, the child can't have grown up with Kratos because he's an absolute pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm assuming that the, the that this is a mother that he befriended and she had the child already and yeah, she's she's now dead. So he's, would, no, no, no. He's looking after her. No, the kid. no. <laughs> it does, that doesn't work out because and I, I can't see any scenario where Kratos would do that because in... God of War 1, for instance, there's a guy, he needs an amulet, basically, or a key, I think it is, and there's this poor old man sort of on the cusp of an, uh, inside the Hydra's head, holding on for dear life. <laughs> yeah. Kratos literally just boots him in the face and grabs the key off him. <laughs> an innocent guy. <laughs> you know, that is that is Kratos. There's at no point you could imagine Kratos ever going, it's okay, I'll look after your son. Yeah. That's why I Kratos. think it must be his. Yeah, <laughs> well, but then, we'll see but then he but, sold his soul and his children, wife and daughter, uh, burnt in front of his very eyes. Yeah, there's nothing to say he can't dick more. That made him quite angry. Yeah, this is this is. I mean, he's obviously he's quite old in this one. He's obviously uh, had a bit of young poontang. And, <laughs> oh yes, uh, <clears throat> he probably kidnapped her from a village, didn't he? And had his way yeah. and just threw off a cliff. Mate, um, I'd love that. <laughs> Anyway, um, so you, yeah. and that will be one of the mini games, like in the other mini games. You press triangle. There'll be a mission, which is kind of a prequel mission, where you find out how he came to have the kid, and it's the, I hope so. it's you dating this woman by repeatedly <laughs> knocking her out and dragging her back to your hut. That is a date. That, that is how Kratos does date. That's how every date ends. <laughs> I uh, I had the same problem with this uh, bit though as I did with the Gears of War thing. It's like, show me why I need this game. Show me why yeah. after. In Gears of War, like, when the war's over, show me why I need a Gears of War 4. Like, when Kratos has literally punched Zeus to death, show me why <laughs> nice. I need another God of War game. And I didn't get that from either Gears of War or God of War. So that's, yeah, I'm kind of I waiting for a bit more from those. They've tried to address that with this by making it an obviously totally different game. There's still that kind of, there's big monsters and you get to pummel them to death thing. But they've added in... Yeah. Um, the Last of Us. It's basically The Last of Us crossed with yeah, Resident they, Evil 4. They, that's the, that's the thing. I think we can level at quite a lot of games that we've seen at E3. They've all been slightly Last of Usified. 
to a greater or lesser degree. Um, too many more feelings. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I mean, I mean, there's there's other stuff in this um, where you are gaining experience points, um, kind of a charisma points and stuff like this for doing certain things, or the, getting the kid to do certain things. But um, Pales wouldn't give a shit. No, but it's it's the kid that's that's getting those abilities. It's the kid that's gaining the charisma or the the strength or the speed. It's basically it's, it's you as Kratos dragging this kid up to be a fighter, to be better, and to survive in the world on his own and stuff. So it, that's what the story is going to be, really. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's showing a side of Kratos that he's got kind of a bit soft in his old age. And there's scenes where he's like about to kind of pat the kid on the back and congratulate him, but then he pulls his hand away and just says. Go and find your fucking deer, you prick. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so, you know, it, it's that kind of thing. Well, hopefully, what will happen at the end is Kratos will be so pissed off it will just smack him aside and go, fuck yeah, this. Exactly, I'll, I'll do this myself. Yeah, What's the fucking point? He goes mental, or the bandages, or the whatever it is that's on his arms, instead of the blades of chaos just fly off. The blades of yeah. chaos just fucking appear on his arms again, and he goes absolutely ape shit. And yeah. that will be the final bit of God of War. That would be fantastic, I think. Anyway, um, after oh, that... Oh, oh, oh. sorry. Yeah? Ooh, yeah? There is another scenario, which you yep. haven't mentioned. What's that? The boy could have been uh, his husband, because you know in some tribes they pick their partner <laughs> from a young age. Yeah, that's true. Or oh, you've actually reminded me of something else. They oh, don't... dear, what did you do last weekend, Don? No. no. About God of War. They don't, oh. at any point, reveal the name of the child... And apparently during any of the press conferences, they wouldn't say what the kid's name was. So that suggests that it's maybe another famous figure from, from Greek or Greek history. Uh, so if we knew what his name was, we'd know he's going to grow up to become, you know, some other deity that we already know. So, <clears throat> so it's probably, you know, that's going to be the story, we reckon. It would make sense if it was Thor, because Kratos already has the, the axe <coughs> that does the Thor thing, so he could get yeah. son of hammer. He can have at it. least he's got us talking, you know, guys. At the end of the day, we saw Gears of War four. We're like, oh, Gears. At least this has kind of got us thinking. Well, what what could it actually be? Yeah, it's, you know, let's be honest. It could be a sidestep. It could be something to kind of take us off the scent of what they're actually doing. It could just be a flashback scene, and then yeah. it could go. But all I know is that it needed to be made more deliberate, more the combat a bit more. I don't know because it, sometimes in God of War, it felt more like the spectacle rather than the combat that was going on. So you didn't necessarily know what was going on. You were just right. hitting square and triangle. You know? And that's how it felt to me sometimes. Well, yeah, God of War definitely was. They've tried to, by the look of it, make it a bit more complex in this one. But yeah. we shall see. We shall see. Um, okay, up next is a game, a new game, one of those new things, uh, called Days Gone. Oh, yes. <clears throat> Which immediately had everyone saying, yeah, this is open world Last of Us. Um, because it has zombies of a, of a kind. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is... It looked like it was kind of a, a more of a corridor type thing, but actually, apparently, it's open world. Um, you have yeah. weapon crafting in it um, that's kind of a kind of similarish type of thing to what you can do in Dead Rising. You can just find stuff and hack it together and create new weapons and stuff. Yeah. Um, like, for example, someone one of the um, one of the bits I saw someone ripped a carburetor out of a car engine 
and uh, slammed it on the end of their pistol to make yeah, it that wouldn't work, would it? a makeshift uh, silencer. <clears throat> well, well, it just happens to perfectly fit on my pistol. Yeah, well, you know, video games, isn't it? <clears throat> but no, um, we can't say that anymore, Don. <laughs> we can't say that anymore. Stage where, we, please, please, I don't want that to be an excuse. Accurate to the real world. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't know, a carburetor might fit on the. Uh, on, on so the, you know how many different types of pistols there are. Yes, I know. <laughs> Do you know how many, <laughs> how many different, different types, types of cars, cars there are? One. Ones that have engines. There's only one car. <laughs> There's cars with engines, and they've got four wheels. Some have three. Yeah. They're not cars, so they're just bikes, really. And that's it. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry to have questioned you, mate. Good. Yeah. Good. No, they've they've obviously done their own work. They have, haven't they? So, yeah, it's, it's actually fully open world um, with crafting and stuff like that. So uh, the main thing, though, which everyone took away from it, obviously, was the hordes and hordes and hordes of really fast-running zombies um quotation marks don't know if they are zombies or if they're just infected with something because they're not slow moving they're incredibly fast and there's literally hundreds of them at any one time just piling yeah, through but i had a problem with that and yeah you can shoot them really easily like one bullet yeah. will kill them uh and you can see in the inventory they're like at one point carrying about 625 bullets so it's literally you're there to pump as much lead in because it's it's just going to be a relentless assault where yeah but did you get the feeling that even if he hadn't have shot them, it would have still been the same outcome. Because um, they weren't really gaining on him, were they? There was a bit where he just turned round and ran through them. Yeah. And they just like watched him run past them. Like, quick, keep chasing him. Yeah, there's, there's probably something in place that means if you get swamped, you don't immediately die the, the minute one touches you because there's so many and they come from all directions that that would probably get really frustrating after a few yeah, seconds. I'm just getting a feeling he's going to have that left to left for dead feeling where, you mm. know, you sort of get to certain areas or certain parts and then you get overwhelmed. It doesn't matter what you do or what you don't do. Then that, that's it. And obviously Maybe. when you've got that many enemies on screen, you worry about how AI would be sacrificed. Yeah. They seem to just move <clears throat> as a swarm rather than, yeah, of any interest. For, for those enemies, I mean, those are the only em- enemies we've seen so far. Um, that is, they're, 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 they're just a swarm mechanic. They are just literally get hundreds of them to swarm over you from all directions. You can try and get away. Uh, like Don when he goes down the pub. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, women. Get in the, yeah. <laughs> try and, um, oh, God. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, using bits, how bits of this environment game. to um, to take enemies out. There's another bit they didn't show in the trailer where I saw some other gameplay where you can actually kind of stun them, and then you can. There's certain bits that are a bit kind of uh, what should we say, uncharted esque, where you can grab them and do like takedowns, or you'll use bits of the scenery because like the he was running through a sawmill in the demo, and there was a bit that I saw someone actually playing through it. Um, he grabbed one of them, spun them round, and then slammed their head into a big saw that was hanging on the wall. Um, oh, how impressive. So, completely pointless when there's 8,000 yeah. of them behind that one. <laughs> yeah, but I, there's, you know, I, that must, you know, I don't know how they're going to, you know, if you block some off and then you've just got one or two to take care of, or whether that means, if those takedowns mean anything for you, or, you know, if you get anything in particular, you know, bonus points. I, mean, I, I don't know. behind you and pointing your reticule at dozens of things that are running after yeah. you will become pretty tiring after a while <laughs> yeah but hey uh yeah that's the problem is like very very serious tone in that demo 
My friends are out. Where's my friend? Oh, there's oh, no, all these zombies. Ah. Was you compare it hey. to another game with a shitload of zombies in at the Microsoft press conference called Dead Rising Four, yeah. which yeah. has you wearing like a Stegosaurus head that breathes fire, <laughs> uh, a billion yeah. zombies, and it's like, which one of those games would you rather play? It's not the one where you're shooting <laughs> bullets into a basically a, a shoal of sardines that <laughs> yeah, are just yeah. never going to stop. <clears throat> you want the one where you're firing candy canes that explode. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's where like more of the comparisons with this and The Last of Us were well, coming in as well. The, the, the human tone element, is, wasn't it? It's the, yeah, there's going to be obviously... I mean, you're part of obviously a biker gang of some kind um, and... <sighs> There's going to be other biker gangs, probably, and you know there'll Obviously, be some just biker gangs. There'll be some, you know, like you say, human elements that's dangerous as well. So other biker gangs. Basically. Well, if it wasn't for the human element, he wouldn't have been pushed off the top of that building. <laughs> so, wow, you know. Anyway, that's that's another game that's that's happening. Um, up after that was our second look uh, for the second year running at Horizon Zero Dawn, which is, this is the other another game open world <laughs> kind of RPG with bows and arrows and stuff. Um, although this one looks a bit more interesting to me just because of the setting. It's, it's a future world where there's robot animals and robots have basically taken over and you're in a tribe that has kind of, I want to say Stone Age tech. So not just, you know, bows and arrows, but technological bows and arrows so you can actually scan the animals that you go into attack you can find Still their weak that points knowledge that we've gained throughout the years <clears throat> yeah you can um you can uh you can hack some of them and then take over take over their you know reprogram them so you can then ride them as horses and stuff like that and use them as traps and all the rest of... <coughs> excuse me i just choked to death and then uh, all that kind of stuff hey. so, um <clears throat> but yeah it's another one that's um uh, the story's going to apparently has there's lots of different tribes within it there's different quests and side missions as you'd expect um, and there's multiple endings and multiple ways to play through the game quest? apparently it's, it's full of tribes and if you can name the tribes you should definitely call one of them quest yeah um, and apparently uh, some of the quests will have big outcomes on what happens to the other tribes and what happens to your tribe and how everyone gets on within the world and apparently you can make certain decisions that would cause all of the friendships within the, between all the different tribes to completely fall apart and you basically ruin everything that everyone's been working for That's for the whole Gareth time. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so you can, you know, so they're, they're trying to, from the sound of it, get away from the just having a couple of endings, which most of the game is the same, and then you just have yeah. kind of an ending where someone lives, an ending where someone dies, yeah, but it doesn't really make any difference. It doesn't mm. make a huge difference to you. They're trying to make it so that if there's going to be a lot of a larger outcome, um, larger change during the rest of the game as well, if you fuck up certain quests or, or do certain quests a certain way. Um, but it looks good, I think. Um, I like the aesthetic. I like the, the design. Um, and... That's that's Horizon Zero Dawn. Yet another open world one. You're going to have a lot to choose from when these get released in the, the next 12 months. So, uh, you know, pick pick a lane, basically. Is there a human element in it? <laughs> uh, I know there's robots and stuff. <laughs> well, you're the human element and all the other tribes and your fellow tribes people are the human element. So, uh, Good. There's also, um, there's also something off in the... Di- you could see something in the distance. Um, in one shot, there was some other weird shit happening in the sky. So... Who knows what else is going on in that game? Something uh, else has got to be going on, hasn't it? There is other stuff going on in that game. They showed a bit where you start. There's kind of a door in a mountain or something, and it was you were opening up, and 
you didn't see what was inside, but it was alluded to that there's a bigger story than just you going around trying to defeat these robot creatures. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so next up, another PlayStation exclusive. I believe this is number four so far on my list, oh, Gareth. Yeah. Um, the Last Guardian um, got a release date, October 25th. Um, so, yeah, we saw some more gameplay of that, another trailer. It looks like The Last Guardian has done since yeah. the, for the last ten years. I think uh, it's it's weird because it's like they say, careful what you wish for. And I'm not, I'm not doubting that it's going to be a great game. But I kind of wish it had never happened. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? I like I like myths, gaming myths, and I think now with the internet and stuff, and then aiming to please so badly, they kind of do give us what we want. And I always wanted Last Guardian to be this weird game that never sort of surfaced. Thank you. I, know, I, I think from what they've shown of it in previous years, like. I think they've probably taken too much of the mystery away because that's the thing with that company's games. It's like, what the fuck is actually going on? What is this yeah. world I'm in? I feel yeah. like they've just shown too much. Like, one of those trailers literally showed two of those things. So, like, yes, okay, exactly. there's it's a like, big mystery gone. There's a big spoiler. And, like, yeah. another bit was, like, the thing looked like maybe it was about to die and the kid looked really sad. It was like, okay, that's your ending. Yeah. Is the thing dies that you've been caring about for the whole game and that's supposed to be your emotional... Yeah. Because let's be honest, sorry, Gareth. What they're doing, if that's not the emotional climax of the game, fair enough. But also the gameplay of that game doesn't look very fun from what I remember from last year. It's like, oh, rickety bridge, let's get over to the other side. That'll take 15 minutes of faffing when you can just fly. I don't 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 think the games have ever been sort of fantastic gameplay-wise. It's just that you're normally in awe of the sort of what's going on. I think there's a lot more impressive things out at the moment than that game. I mean, when Shadow of the Colossus, I played the demo, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. It was so strange, so dark, and like you say, going back to what you said, Gareth, about hopefully they haven't given away plot points, is that all their games hang on that. And they're, they're very, very basic premise. Yeah. They're not like multifaceted games of stuff. It's... You yeah. know, you're a young boy trying to find this one sort of thing. Like in Ico, it was your relationship with the woman that went, Oopa! You know, in the, in the second, uh, in the Shadow of the Colossus, it was about trying to bring a girl back to life and then the spirits going up into the sky and things like that and you thinking that you're making a difference. That was it. There was no, hi, my name's Dan and I, I'm in my own barn and I can put an engine on your horse if you go and collect me several lizards. Do you know what I mean? It was never that. It was just that basic thing, that one note gameplay. Do this. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully they, they haven't. Away too much. Yeah, because the other thing about those other two games was they there was just no exposition at no. all. You learn everything just by playing the game and just filling in the gaps. There was nothing that said, "This is why you're here. This is who yeah. you are. This is who these people are who put you in this place." Exactly. You have no idea who anybody is at any point. You just you don't know if you're good or if you're evil. You don't know whether you're supposed to be in prison. Are you? Are you? Are you? Is it good? <coughs> here? Is what you're doing a good call? Are you going to kill this girl when you find her? Is that really what you're going to do? It's. I mean, is she actually alive? Is she dead? Are you dead? You don't know any, anything about any of it, and that's the whole mystery. It's part of it, even yeah. though it's like you say, it's basically tied to fairly rudimentary puzzles, uh, environmental puzzles, really. Um, it's they look good, and then, you know, some of them are, you know, a little complicated, but for the most part, if you just 
trial and error, you can get through, you know, Eco or <clears throat> or Shadow of the Colossus. Um, but it's it was the story, but you know, that wasn't told to you. That was what was fascinating about it. Yeah, so it, wasn't, it, it was the intrigue, wasn't it? Exactly. It wasn't yeah. necessarily that he was like, I need, I just need to know what's going on. I'll play a little bit more. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that's Last Guardian. Um, next up, I've got. I'm not sure if this is exclusive to PlayStation or not. I can't remember. Um, but this is Detroit, which is the Quantic Dreams game. Um, I don't know where from. Yep. I believe um, it is. I think I it, is. it is. Um, yeah, but this is they showed. <clears throat> um, this is the second character I believe they've shown uh, in a demo. So you, it looks like you play more than one character. Um, I like heaven white heavy mate. In the game. <laughs> Um, and this one was uh, showing the multiple decisions you can make as an android um, negotiator for the police. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Is there a human element? Um, the human <laughs> element was uh, the girl who had been kidnapped and was being held over the edge of a building by another android's mother being wow. all racist against androids. So yeah, as that, they do. That was the, uh, the human element there. Um, it but it's, it's, it showed that they've got they had about 12 different endings or possible endings. They for, always say this, Don. Outcomes did, did, for did the we way. like Fahrenheit? Did <clears throat> we like um, Beyond Two Souls? Did we like Heavy Rain? doesn't matter how many endings the game's got. If it's not fundamentally interesting, then it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah, it, it depends on whether those endings actually matter to anything else other than just seeing a different ending. I mean, does it matter if you save the girl or not? Does it matter if yeah. you get killed by the other android does it matter if you kill that android does it matter if nothing happens and you just walk off and don't bother does it does it make a difference to anything else in the game when you play it multiple times and you can sit there and say well that was a good decision that wasn't a good decision because that's not interesting no no that's not interesting that's just you going through going well i've seen all the other endings i might as well see this (laughs) it's collecting endings at that point yeah Um, i've got to do this now to get that yeah, exactly. I'll just I'll just make decision B this time and see what happens. Yeah. You need to know that what you're doing actually affects the whole rest of your character in the, the rest of the game. Um, and as yet, I don't know if that's the case or not. Um, they've just shown that they've got a shit ton of different ways you can you can go uh, with the characters. So um, there's obviously a bigger story of obviously how the androids are integrated into the human world of the future um so there'll be an overarching story um based on that um <clears throat> but we will uh, we'll have to wait and see uh but yeah so far it does just look like a another choose your own adventure game um with you can just choose which ending and the, the, you all want. of the, his games david cage they're never really held in such high esteem are they <clears throat> they're very unique but then now they're not so unique as you like to think with yeah. sort of telltale <clears throat> games doing all their kind of yeah, which were other games where, in fact, the decisions you made weren't really, um, didn't yeah. really make much of a difference. Um, you, you know, most of the time, characters you chose, you chose to, you know, save one person or the other, one of those two will die regardless of the decision you make yeah. in the te- those Telltale games. It's, it's just, it's a false choice, essentially. Um, so, you know, the outcome will be the same. It just, how you get there, they just try and make you feel more or less guilty about that choice. <laughs> Yep. Essentially, it's a guilt simulator. Just like girlfriends. Yes. <clears throat> Not mine. She's great. Um, she is. you got uh, a girlfriend? I do have a girlfriend. Have I mentioned it? Oh, no. Haven't I? Fuck, I, I 
better change that. I, I should probably mention that. I've got a girlfriend. You should probably mention that. Wow. I mention it. She's great. She's got huge boobs and she's really pretty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's um, all you want, really. That's, that's all you need, isn't it? Someone who's really nice and boobs. Yeah. And, and you're fine. Uh, speaking no. of boobs, uh, Crash Bandicoot go. is being remastered <coughs> all over the show. Oh, yes, that everywhere. Was that, there any that, gameplay? Apparently, no, no it was just they announced their no. remastering or rebuilding, whatever you wanted to call it, every single uh, Crash Bandicoot 1, 2, 3, um, the first three games. Oh. Um, I can't remember something. Did they announce a new one? I think they did. Nope. They didn't, did they? No, no it I was... Thought, it was Crash Bandicoot now. 1, 2, and 3, and then Crash Bandicoot is also in Skylanders. That's right. That's oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Now I can finally get into Skylanders. Yep. <laughs> Just as it gets cancelled or whatever it is. Then. Oh, that's Dimension. Is that? No. Something's getting. No, Skylanders getting. Uh, Disney Infinity. Disney Infinity. Disney Infinity. Yeah, they're all the same. Stop trying to bring your gossip. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, Crash, Crash Bandicoot is Crash Bandicoot, and for some reason, apparently, people care about Crash Bandicoot. I couldn't give a toss to be honest well girls do they love it every girl another kiddie platform game I've never understood the popularity of it amongst people over the age I bet you did back in the day when you were throwing memory cards in toilets and stuff like that and (laughs) your girlfriend was using you to beat people up in Tekken I bet at night you would sit there and bloody play it I love the way you remember all these little little details. I oh, know. Although you have, it was the Tamagotchi I drowned in the toilet. Oh okay sorry. Memory card Um, but yeah the Tekken thing is true yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, so up next is probably the biggest PlayStation exclusive. Thank you. For me anyway. Um the yeah, appearance of Mr. Kojima and his insane game called Death Strand. Oh, don't say it's insane. He would love that. <clears throat> he would love it and that's why He I'm would saying. love you to he say absolutely that. Absolutely loves the fact that we all think he's mental bonkers. But he's so obviously, oh look at me, aren't I so crazy? Well, the thing is, I bet you £100 that when this game finally comes out in about four years, it won't be anything yeah. like the, the demo we saw. No. It'll be, it won't even be the same game at all because he'll have, he's basically been hired by, by PlayStation a few months ago and gone, E3's coming up. We want you to obviously show us something quick, do something. Can I have Norman Reedus? <laughs> yeah, he's gone. I'll just front my mate Norman. <laughs> he's got Norman Reedus on speed dial after PT, yeah. whatever it was. Silent Hill yep. pills. Yep. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Yeah, they're best, mate. I don't know if Norman, I mean, maybe he's. Because there was this whole thing with umbilical cords on everything and yeah, baby and oil. There's no point. I think that umbilical cord is symbolic of uh, Norman Reedus's relationship with Kojima. <laughs> Basically. Can't get away. Can't get away. He's literally tired. Kojima's like yeah. got him on. Well, where's Del Toro, though? I think he'll be a bit upset. He hasn't been brought along for the. No, nah, he said after the experience with PT being cancelled and all that, he was like, "Oh fuck it, the gaming industry." Then, if you don't want don't want me to be involved, then I can't be bothered. Yeah. Um, yes, he was a bit put out the fact that PT got cancelled by Konami, so he's yeah. probably just needs to calm down. Do you want to hear my, uh, my theory about Death Stranding oh, trailer? Yes. Can I explain what happened in it very quickly? You can. It first of all, it looked phenomenally good. As in, almost photorealistic. It looked like every other bit of CG we've ever seen. Carry on. Although it yeah. was apparently all in-engine, <laughs> according to Kojima. Um, well, there's no games to be in-engines. Well, well, that's the thing that you know. But it, who knows? Basically, you're there's just you're on a, the coast somewhere. Uh, it looks a bit shitty and dark and dull and wet. And there's a shitload like of dead crabs. 
there's dead crabs everywhere. There's dead yeah. sea. There's dead fish everywhere. There's dead stuff everywhere. Just sea life, sea life basically. There seems to be oil coming through the sand as you walk, um, and then you see Norman Reedus lying on his back, um, or his front rather, curled up. He stands up and he's umbilicals to a baby. Is that metaphorical? Uh, and he's got a big scar cut in his stomach, which will be something to do with the baby, whether that's literal or you know metaphorical. metaphorical. I who the fuck knows? Um, and then. Uh, he stands up, with the, picks the baby up, holds it to him, starts crying, and then looks up, and then in the sky there's these five figures in the distance floating in the sky, and then it ends. So, so why is that held as genius? Why? Tell me. It's, uh, it, it's, it's because no one would have thought to do something that fucking bizarrely mental. Yeah, but it's like me... And it's like right perverse now. as well. It's having a baby that's tied to some bloke, and it's... it's 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 weird imagery that normal human beings work together. Well, it's obviously got something to do with an oil spill. That's what I think. It it sound, it looks like it's an environmental message yeah, thing, disaster. you know. Exactly. So there's, there's oil on the sand. There's oil on him. There's oil uh, in effect. Maybe it was Norman Reedus is the manager of BP, whatever. <laughs> and, it, and you know yeah, that that, that baby thing. Oil yeah. hair prints all over his body, and then when the baby disappears, just for no apparent reason. He sees little baby prints just kind of in, in oil just appear yeah, across his body. You, you are responsible, your oil thing, for the yeah. destruction of our universe, our Earth. Yeah. What do you reckon? Here, here's what I'll say. Okay. Go on, Don. Gareth. The trailer is about okay. a guy who wakes up to find his baby dead and then oh, has his baby literally taken away from him. Yeah. Konami said Ooh. no more Metal Gear games. Ooh, we're I firing you and we're keeping the license. We're literally taking your baby away from you wow. and keeping it oh. to ourselves. Plus, yeah. there's a bit in the trailer where Norman Reedus has other people's hands all over him. Yeah. This is very, this is very deep. Yeah. Very, very deep. deep, Gareth. Thank you. Very deep. Well, Could very you, deep, yeah. Gareth. Well done. So, ultimately, you're going to basically storm Konami's offices in the game and burn it to the ground. Maybe. Oh no, the game will have nothing to do with this trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing we're even remotely close. The trailer has nothing to do with the final game whatsoever. It's there just... maybe be a whale in space at <laughs> some point. <laughs> what I found strange was his necklace, because it was kind of prehistoric, wasn't it? This <clears throat> thing around his neck. Oh, yes, yeah. The rather than so. futuristic. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, like you say, he loves people to talk about it. Like, oh... I wonder what it could be. He just does it on purpose. We've seen so much from him now, but yet people still fall for it every time. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and let's be honest, Metal Gear Solid Five is all right. You know, it was annoying when they made you do everything yeah, again. To get the no, it wasn't. Um, Only in my opinion. Said... And the story was absolute bullshit. <laughs> Don't talk, Gareth. Oh God, okay. they're going to put that thing into your. Oh. Sorry, don't get me started. And the thing is, he never actually has to answer or be held accountable for the shit he talks. Does he? Nope. No one ever said, oh, you want to put something on someone's what? Someone's How does that even work? Oh, it just does. <laughs> oh, don't speak in that accent, though. I'll go around talking like this, so I don't have to worry about it hurting my vocal cords. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, dear. Sorry, Don. I've just, I know you and him are mates because you've seen him a few times out yeah. and about. <laughs> we ended up in, we ended up but I don't agree with that kind of <laughs> development. Wow. 
I'll, I'll forgive him for now. Thank you. Next game. And this was a big one for me. Resident Evil 7. Yeah. Out of nowhere, this uh, Resident Evil 7 gets announced. Picking uh, up where PT left off. Yeah, not only is it a new Resident Evil game, but it's all in first person. Um, and it's actually proper scary stuff. Not... And, Don, can I ask a personal question? Of course, Cam. Do you think this was more reactionary from Capcom, seeing the sort of great response people got to PT, but then knowing that they'd never have got it? Possibly. I think they knew they needed to really shake up the Resident Evil franchise because 5 and 6 were absolute dog shit. Wrong. Um, and people hated, <laughs> hated the, just the more action-oriented style that they'd gone towards, and it just wasn't Resident Evil anymore. It was just generic action game 59 now, um, yeah. and we were bored with Not it. True. Um <clears throat> So, yeah, they've literally gone, we need to make it scary. What's scary? PT is fucking scary. Let's <laughs> yeah. make it like PT. But and they have the skill to do it. That's the question. Because um, they are quite heavy-handed, aren't they? It's, it's not as nuanced. The demo, at least. The demo, by the way, is not, does not contain anything that's in the final game. The demo is a standalone uh, thing they've built just for, for E3. Um, well, it's PT a first, was for Silent Hill. Uh, yes, it's a PT, uh, sorry, excuse me, it's a PlayStation-exclusive demo. Um, and it's more complicated than I thought it was because I ran through it, um, shit myself a couple of times, um, cleaned myself up, and then completed the, what I thought I'd. And then, <laughs> totally. I, and then I thought I'd completed it because basically you you wake up in a in this scrotty, dingy old, rundown, derelict house, and you just a bit of text comes on the screen. It just says, "Get out of the house." So you oh have to go God. try and find your way, and you've just got a little kind of um, a little bit of torchlight to guide you around. It's all in first person. So you can't, your depth, you, you can't see very far, so it's scary already. There's creepy noises happening all the fucking time. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, it's very creepy. It's well done. The atmosphere is very, very creepy. Yeah, um, being creepy is better than being outright horror. Exactly. Yeah. And in fact, in this entire demo, there is only one, I'd say enemy, but it's not really an enemy. Um, it is an enemy, but it's, it's, uh, there's basically multiple endings to this demo um, and you have to do them like you you can't just how do I put it you have to run through the game multiple times in succession to get the different endings Um, uh, so for example all I've done is actually I thought well there's a door obviously to get out of the house so I managed to um, find uh, find some bolt cutters to open this thing to open a cupboard basically which has a videotape in it you watch the videotape and you discover that um that there's a there's a secret passage and then and the switch because you watch the video to open the secret passage which finds you a key and then you can get out uh, but as you're leaving this guy grabs you from behind and oh says, dear oh, no 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 not yeah. your personal life mate we're asking about any evil mate i know <laughs> well not just that but as he grabs you from behind he says welcome to the family and Yay. then punches you in the face and, uh, and oh. knocks you out. And then the game resets back to you being unconscious on the floor. But things, there's, but now you know there's already there's a secret switch somewhere, so you go straight to the secret switch and think, well, I'll just get out of the house immediately. But that changes something. So it, it, things change each time you play through it. But actually, um, what's really clever, I thought about this, was the videotape. Um, you find the tape, you put it in this little VHS player, and it's all, you know, grainy VHS. Yeah. And it's these two guys. Um, oh, dear, not again. Yeah, <laughs> it's these two guys um, who are talking to the, to the camera um, because they're, they're filming 
their own little kind of haunted house um like cable tv show so they're going they're about to break into this house which is the house that you're in that you wake up in um and you figure you're about to see you know what happened to these guys so they walk off to go and into the front of the house and that's it you just think well why am i why why have i not followed these guys why why are we just watching the outside of a house from a distance yeah. And then you realize that you're the cameraman. So you're actually the guy filming what is on this videotape. And you can walk around within the videotape film anywhere you want outside. And then you follow these guys around. They go through their routine of going into the house and one of them, one of them coming to a, a grisly end. Um, and, um, but, the, but it means, what it means is you can explore the house via the VHS tape. Uh, and discover things. Um, and also, it's kind of like time travel because there's a certain puzzle where you can you can get something to be open in the real world, in inverted commas, that was previously <coughs> that was previously locked because you've gone into because in, the VHS was recorded in the past. So you're essentially going back into the past. You've gone around, looked around the house. You found an object, um, unlocked something, and then when you come come stop watching the videotape that stuff has actually now happened. It's a bit like time travel. Um, so you could then go and open that drawer, which was previously locked and you had no way to get into. Um, and the only way to find that object is to do it on the videotape, um, which I thought was a really kind of clever kind of twist on the found footage type, um, type so, thing that had been going on with, you know, a lot of films lately. Um, and it's just a clever way of, of having you interact with the world in a different, you know, in a, in a, in a different way, not just, you know, completely going back trying to find it's more about a, like if you want to make the world a better place take a look at yourself and make the change um it's more like if you if you want to get out alive don't go in the fucking house in the first place um exactly. come on yeah uh so this this demo's been out for like three days now and so far there's two objects that people have found that they can't figure out what to do with which for a demo um and considering the pt everything was discovered within 24 hours yeah. by the community there's been people at this for 72 hours solid yeah, no, and there's, there's basically stuff. yeah there's a mannequin finger and an and a one-handed axe and nobody can find out what you do with it and people have been tweeting at capcom going is this just a, something broken in the demo is it just there because it's not meant to be and they're like well no the demo because the demo is, is not in the rest of the game it only exists in this demo there's no reason for stuff to be in it that shouldn't be in you know so and they basically tweeted back saying there's definitely a purpose for, you know, like the dummy, dummy to be there. And everyone's going, oh, you fucking twats. And literally, and no, quickly, literally. Like, quick, quick, make, make it, uh, make it relatable to something. Just add some code in at the end. <laughs> Cause we didn't notice. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it is a cross between PT and resident evil, the classic resident evil fetch quest thing. You see, there's a fuse box with a missing fuse, so obviously you need a fuse, and you'll go around and you know find a fuse, and you go back, put the fuse in, and oh look, now something will work because and it's it's a typical that kind of Resident Evil level puzzle, yeah. um, on the surface at least. But some of this other stuff, um, with you going back in time and redoing stuff with the videotape, and the fact that you can, if you go into certain rooms but not others then the outcome will be different uh, who knows what they're going to do in the final game because it's it sounds it, if they it it could be potentially quite difficult if there's certain things you have to do but it could be pure chance if you do them or not 
yeah. um, in the game, and or if you've got to do them in certain order, or you know, who knows? It depends how they choose to do it. If they oh, have, would you drink PT? Um, no. If they do this same mechanic where if you die, you're essentially not really <laughs> go dead. Go fly that one. You can always tell. Then that might work. Let him laugh. Come, Come on, nowhere. Come on, nowhere. Come on. <laughs> oh, dear. Then, uh, you know. But otherwise, that was, uh, yeah, that was a, a surprise of the show. And uh, the whole thing also is playable entirely PlayStation VR. Um, which To which I say, fuck off. There's no way on earth I'm putting on a VR helmet. Don. And playing Pete, playing that, no fucking way. Yes, Rob. Right. So, PT is quite hard, yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah. If you released a like a walk a walkthrough book, you could call it PT Tips. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> also, <laughs> like we, the word room is Resident Evil Seven was going to be <laughs> so not that amazing. Surprise. What would you say in there, Don? Gareth, whatever your name is. Uh, there were rumours Resident Evil 7 would be at E3, so it's not that big a surprise. Yeah, well, it just feels like they've made this to just satisfy their wives. It's <laughs> <laughs> the whatever. best reason to do anything. Can we just give an honourable mention to the Tekken 7 guy? At Microsoft? Yeah. Yeah? Because that guy, you know, he was wearing his white kimono, or is that what women wear? Nothing, that's fine. I don't want to offend his culture. Um, and then, sort of, he's obviously explaining it, and he's getting really excited towards the end as if he's announcing something exclusive. Puts his hands up in the air, and he has to stay like that for like 30 seconds whilst the translator translates what he was actually saying, which I thought was fantastic. PT tips. <laughs> Anything else, Don? Oh my god. Um. What's next on my huge, extensive list of PlayStation Ugh. exclusives? Um, uh, apart from that, the only other exclusive thing is all the VR stuff that's happening. There's a, oh, shit, ton of, there's a shit ton of VR stuff happening. Um, that got announced as coming out, I think, September this year. Um, in US, anyway. Um, rest of the world, to be a... Yeah, we have to wait. Um, but they've basically got they've got a first person Star Wars X Wing <clears throat> game happening on there, which you, everyone no, you, you can't say game. Well, level, <laughs> which everyone is creaming themselves about because it's yeah, Star Wars. And we've got to look at the depth, Don, because th- there's a chance that you know they could try and make these games as casual as possible. What we don't want is a load of software that's just sort of uh, X Wing simulator where you have very little to no control of what happens. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Like an on-rails kind of almost starling yeah, like type game. The Connect games were in the beginning. So yeah. we thought, oh, what, what are the possibilities? And then they didn't really push it and it kind of died because they, the games weren't challenging enough or deep enough to actually hold your attention. Yeah, but if yep. you want to look at Final Fantasy uh, 15 characters in VR and look at the legs nice and close up, then... Oh, yep. they would do that, wouldn't they? And go for it. Something wrong. <laughs> There's something fundamentally wrong. And their their demo was awful as well. Yeah. Where they just kept hitting the hand of that giant monster. Yeah, that was a why would they show that for a Final Fantasy game? A boss fight <laughs> like no that. Idea. Jesus. Is that scale bound gone wrong? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's next, Don? 
Um, uh, that's the final part of now exclusives, I believe. EA announced a fuck ton of Star Wars games. Um, I don't know if any of those are exclusive to PlayStation. I think they're all multi-format because it's like Battlefront and stuff like that. Thank you. Um, but yeah, there's about 40 billion Star Wars games coming. But uh, yeah, I think that wraps up the uh, PlayStation. So we to Wii U, are we? You mean Zelda, the only game Nintendo yeah. showed because we don't I, talk I hope about this doesn't go on too long with all their, their games. <laughs> <laughs> well, Don took up about 50 minutes of this podcast. He so did, yeah. Sorry about that. It's not my fault that PlayStation are doing so much better than the other developers. And They're really, really, really not. 20 seconds. They're really not. Uh, so, yeah. Zelda, uh, they showed a good trailer, which had a lot Thank of uh, interesting-looking stuff in it, like Link climbing up a tree and climbing up a wall. Oh, yes. And uh, chopping down like a tree that. to make a bridge over like a chasm. Yeah. Um, very quickly, I'm going to yeah. tell you why I didn't like that. The, Sorry about this, Gareth. The, the leaves fell off the tree when it, when, it, when it fell across the ravine. Why? Why, why not just leave them there and make Gareth. it look like a tree? Because it's a Wii U and it can't handle it. Well, it could handle it when it was stood up. Yeah. And... It handled it until the point where it hit the deck on the other side. So all it could have done was just say, do not make them fall off and disappear. <laughs> Maybe they couldn't handle individual leaf physics. <laughs> it weren't even individual leaves. It's like six branches. Each one is a giant leaf. Oh, and that's, okay. that's it. Anyway, please continue, Gareth. I'm no, Gareth needs to answer that. Oh. Uh, probably because that's a scripted bit and they can't be asked. Uh, it's more likely due to graphical limitations. Hard. Yeah, probably. Uh, so they showed this trailer. It had a lot of combat in. It showed Link, like picking a horse and then oh, taming it. Um, he came in it. What? Taming it. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 it was getting a bit dirty then. It was a bit. Sorry, sorry, Link. Sorry. Right. Um, and yeah, it, it was a good trailer. And then they were like, "Okay, now forty-five minutes of Pokemon." <laughs> so I had to sit through a shitload of Pokemon, which looked crap. Which you love. And then they got to. Pokemon. I, I used to. And then they got to play in the actual Zelda game. Um, it opens with some voice acting, which is like. Whoa. Actually insane for a Zelda game. I think that might be the first bit of voice that's ever been in any Zelda game, um, which was interesting. And then Link it comes out of like a sarcophagus in a techno Egyptian cave. And he picks up yeah. an iPad from a plinth and, wow. and then puts some pants on <laughs> and a shirt which have armor values, so there's going to be loot in the game. Oh, yes. Uh, and then he goes outside. It looks like you can kind of just go wherever you want, do whatever the fuck you want. Um, Within reason, because obviously it's on the Wii U. Yeah, no coming in horses uh, like I no. previously. <laughs> um, Even though you should do. You, well, you got to try at least once. You go. Uh, you could pick up loot, you can pick up weapons, weapons break after a certain number of uses, like the demo I saw, the person used a sword that broke after, like, two enemies. That would get annoying, wouldn't it? Very annoying, so that's going to be interesting. Um, I just, I kind of have no idea what to make of a Zelda game like this, which is, is a good thing. Is like Skyrim, or...? No, not quite like that. It looked like more sort of a... Um, it looked to me like if any other company but Nintendo had put this demo out and it didn't have Link as the main character, I'd be like, well, this yeah. looks average as hell. But because yeah. it's Zelda 
knowing all the things I already know about Zelda, this is so different from that that I'm actually intrigued. But if this yeah, had said, so... like, Skylanders at the start instead of Zelda, <laughs> I would have been like, whatever, this isn't anything. Yeah, get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I, I noticed during some of the gameplays, um, you mentioned stuff breaking. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of the items you pick up have kind of stamina so the more you use them the weaker they get and eventually they will break yeah um that wasn't just like a sword or something that was that was pretty much every object they picked up that could be used but, you love all that, don't you, Dom? but well no but but um the other thing is that weapons and things have now got have now got um stats mm. they they have you know basically power stats so you find us you had a number that just says how powerful it is so you you can just Swap out one, oh, the new one for, for for more, which is a new thing for a Zelda game though, for stuff to have, you know, power power um, ratings, um, you know. Um, yeah, there's a bit. But, the, uh, but what that suggests and what they've also <laughs> said is is it's because there is a lot of objects in this game. There's not just like one sword, one hammer, one shield. Um, there's like there's loads of different swords. There's loads of different weapons. There's loads of different archery things. There's loads of different. There's, you can pick up the arm of a skeleton and use that to batter other skeletons with, um, which is quite fun, um, and stuff like that. So, yes, the other thing is I noticed was obviously the the main mechanic of their this 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 link is that weird <coughs> kind of uh, Book of the Dead um, power book thing that he's got yeah. um, on his side. Which gives him all kinds of all the uh, kind of special abilities. Um, instead of his, it used to be that you know the megaton hammer was you know one of the things you would find, or the boomerang was you know, and that was one of the main things to use as a mechanic. But now you get so many different weapons that you 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 can have a hammer at any time, you can have a sword at any time. But the new mechanics are to do with interacting with the whole world using the abilities of this this book. So mm-hmm. like, there's one that's like a magnet. So there's metallic objects and. Uh, metallic kind of minerals that rocks that are made of um, uh, metallic material and you can then pick them up and move them around for someone who didn't give a shit manipulate. you pretty much seem to know quite a lot about it well I, you know I watched the uh, I watched you know a fair bit of some gameplay of it um, it's just interesting you know they've, they've made a big deal out of how there's uh, you can go anywhere you want in this world you can do any of the shrines there's a hundred shrines you can do them in any order um, and I think there's probably other temp- actual kind of main temples on top of these hundred shrines. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to complete all of them to actually finish the story of the game. You can go through, and, and, you know, and as long as you've got, I guess, certain objects, um, you can, that will allow you to complete certain main missions. You can then actually just run through and do the whole, you know, the main mission um, relatively quickly. I fuck knows how, how much, how quickly you can do it. But uh but yeah, it's just they've made a big deal out of the fact that you they have multiple ways of doing everything in the game. So all the shrines can be completed um, in various different ways. You can do you can use a, there's a time freezing thing where you can freeze blocks, um, freeze stuff that's moving to get around the, the temples, or you can just build a bridge by using the magnet to you know and then circumvent that entire puzzle by you know just putting a bridge in the way instead and just ignoring that entire so puzzle. It's like so beating puzzles using the best of Zelda games in the past? Uh, kind of, I guess. They've, yeah, there's just there's a lot of choice is what they're really hammering home in this. You can really choose to do any of the, anything in the game any way you want. If there's a way to get something, there's at least you know, there's ten ways to get something, and you, it doesn't matter how you do it. <clears throat> get there how you want. Um, 
So, yes. It definitely points towards NX having some kind of screen because Link's weapon in this game is a fucking iPad. (laughs) Yes. Obviously just going to be somewhere along them lines. Yeah. Which we suspected. Well, we know because of the the gossip confirming it. Of course, yeah. Oh, yes. He even says confirming. He doesn't say gossip anymore. Well, that isn't, you know... I have to call it gossip for legal reasons, but we all know the truth. Should we call Don's hot... Truth. Soup. (laughs) Uh, There's going to obviously be a lot of people that are waiting for this game. Yeah. Like, this is their game. Yeah. And I'm definitely getting this game. It's, you know... Be about by the time I've moved house, <laughs> uh, which will be the next fucking year at this rate. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I'll uh, I'll have my Wii U set up again, and I'll be able to. Uh, Zelda will be out by then. So, when is it out? Has it got a release date? Nah, it's just it's 2017 worrying, at this point. A bit worrying. It's I think it's partly because because they know it's out on the NX as well. They can't give you a release date for it, even if they know, because that will then tell you when the NX is coming. Yeah, that'd be a bit cheeky, wouldn't it? People are all cheeky. Sure. I think that's it for the big three. I believe so. PlayStation blatantly won. Nope. Um, Really? I mean, we shouldn't talk about who won E3 because it's such a stupid thing to compare. Yeah, we're not those people, are we? (laughs) But I just felt Microsoft was definitely the most lackluster, though. I just... I completely disagree. So much of PlayStation's, I was like, okay, you're not just... Oh, you've announced this. Oh, this. Literally, oh. what in Microsoft's list of games that Rob went through have you gone, wow, that's something I cannot wait to play. It's going to be amazing. Well, first of all, they announced literally all not- their games. What were you about to interrupt me and say literally nothing whilst I'm about to explain to you what interested me? <laughs> uh, they've announced all their first party games from uh, now on are going to be on PC as well, which is a big deal oh, for yes. me personally. Um that's yeah. the only reason you care is because you can now play these games. It's nothing to do with the games being good. It's because they're now on PC as well. The new Gears doesn't get better because it's on PC. It's still going to be... A... No, it gets better because it's an actual sequel with a horde mode in and horde <laughs> mode is one of the best things that's mode been in any game. Things invented. It's, it's the... Gareth would buy it if it's called Gears of War Ford. Gears of Horde mode. For Horde. Um, Save Thieves looks really cool. It's from Rare, who are legendary studio, hoping to see Were. them capture their old magic. Penis. Their old penis. Dead Rising yeah. 4 looks fun as hell. It's going to be you. awesome. Forza Horizon 3, not my thing, but looked really good. Um, Halo Wars 2, what, what the fuck ever. State of Decay, I know a lot of people who fucking love that game have seen State of Decay 2. On the uh, thing was cool. They showed a big indie reel with like Cuphead in it. The sequel. Cuphead, whenever that comes out. <laughs> the second game from the Limbo people, um, which called uh, Inside, which I've heard is a masterpiece. Um, there was also that demo, I've written it down somewhere, We Happy Few, which is like an indie game oh, yeah. where it's like, take the pill that was or don't a bit take too the pill. Try and hard, to be honest. It was very sort of like. <laughs> Bioshock uh, yeah. ripping off, but it looked uh, really cool to me. And then you go to Sony, and it's like, "Oh, Horizon looks awesome! Oh, God of War!" Yeah. No, hey. so literally on Microsoft side, there were two games that I thought looked good, and they were both indie games. One of them was Below, 
And one of them is um, that other one that you just mentioned that I've forgotten the name of already. We Happy Few. <coughs> no, not We Happy Few. <coughs> oh. We Happy Few was trying to be indie. Was it We Happy Few? Oh, what is it? Right, the one from the guys who made Limbo is... Inside. Below, inside, that one. Below and inside, I'm interested in. <laughs> you dirty boy. <laughs> inside, uh... below, I am very much interested in. You might as well just say you want someone's bum hole. <laughs> the thing is, when it comes to Microsoft, I was... Obviously, I was on Xbox last generation, and I was considering getting, I was, you know, carrying on my uh, my Xbox stuff to Xbox One. But Xbox One became such a farce, and PlayStation just went, we've got loads of brilliant games, and the console is better. And, yeah, so I just went, yeah, I'm going that yeah, way. but you can just play Destiny on Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't get all the PlayStation exclusives then, so... But same. you do go on about it, Don, but then you know you, it's but, like you only buy one game. But the other, th- the other thing was <laughs> was the I always wanted to. I was always going to wait really until they introduced a slim version of the console, which they did, and it looks really nice. They've that obviously they've they've upped the hardware decently, and it 4K output for when that becomes relevant at some point in the next 20 years, um, and all the rest of it that comes with it. The the design, the way they put the. Uh, power pack inside it now the way sony always have done is much much sleeker much better much more it's just nicer console but i was thinking smaller i think they said 40 percent smaller yep yeah um so now i'm thinking good they finally released a slim model i can think about maybe now getting an xbox one Mm -hmm. what games am i going to get for it and i and i literally i literally thought there's like one game I'm interested in. in Let's be honest. If they if they oh. got Destiny two exclusively, you would buy an Xbox One. <clears throat> and you would. I don't know if that's true actually anymore. Because oh, bollocks! Come it's, on. It's not. I know I play Destiny a lot. So much <laughs> so, so much so that I'm I'm playing it during this podcast. But, yes, and um, you're going to call your child Destiny. <laughs> it's going to be all this stuff. That's a legit name for a obsessed. child in the 90s. Literally Destiny's Child. <laughs> oh, mate, you did it. Well done. That's <laughs> great. Oh, dear. Um, what, uh, what Sony exclusive games have you played on your PS4? This, this is where we start questioning your, your actual... <laughs> what Sony exclusives have I played on my PS4? Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> The Destiny Weapon Pack exclusive <laughs> PS4. Yep, definitely. Yep, that's. Oh that's. yes. Um, I do you know what I don't even remember what I've played I'll, on my. I'll career. tell you what you've played. You played Drive Club. <clears throat> Drive Club, yes, yeah, that's a good game. Now right. tell him what he hasn't played. Everything else. You haven't played yeah. the Last of uh, Us, Gran Turismo. No, the um, Last of Us, Gran Turismo. Uh, while you're on that subject, they showed Uncharted. more of Gran Turismo Sport. E3, and they've managed to make motorsport seem as dull as, <laughs> as Formula One does nowadays. Do. Do remember how, when you were kids, Formula One was really exciting and it was just there was people crashing. There yeah, because they used to go, go, go. <clears throat> yeah, and all the drivers were really interesting, and it was like, oh yeah, what well, you know what? <laughs> and then it got to a stage where it was just cars following each other round and round and round. There was no it's overtaking. Well, it? it was so dull, and that is how they've made Gran Turismo Sport look. It just looks like the most... It looks like it's watching cars dry. The Sterile. paint cars dry. That's what it looks like. It's, Sterile. They've managed to make it look like the most boring thing. fucking well. personality. <laughs> yeah. 
So, yes. Sorry, Gareth, if you don't agree. I don't really care about car games, to be honest. Car? Drive Club, to be honest, is is a better car game. I love Drive Club. I'm playing it right now. Yeah, I got I picked up the bikes tonight, so didn't it? I'm still having difficulty getting control of the bikes, but yeah, it just looks so nice and it sounds good. I like the the music; it's awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. And that concludes our E3 roundup. Well, probably. almost. I just want to say I think it was actually <laughs> smart the way Microsoft announced uh, Project Scorpio. Thank you. Because the like, thing is, that we knew ages ago PlayStation weren't going to be doing it, announcing their Neo thing there. That's why Microsoft, it was Microsoft, Microsoft knew it, PlayStation knew it, everybody knew it. So He's on defensive mode. Okay. It's not a big deal that they announced it. I don't see the... It's not hey, going out for another two years or whenever it is. Any press conference where somebody announces a new console is, it's not, though, makes it's not it bigger. New. They're just going, oh, we've probably got some more memory in this one. But you can't, your games are going to be probably. exactly the same. There's no, new, there's no new software in it that means it, it will play new, only play new software. No, that's, that's part of what was so smart about it. I said, if you have an Xbox One, you'll be able to play the same games as somebody who owns a Scorpio. Yeah, and that's like, the same with the Neo. It's the only difference. Right, but we don't know that. They've not come out and just yes, said, here it is but, in clear terms. Basically, there's no way anyone is going to do that because it would be corporate suicide to announce a yeah. new console with exclusive that console-only games at two years after they've announced. Right, that doesn't mean it doesn't need to be said, though. It doesn't need it doesn't to be said. It doesn't go without saying in this industry yes, where people do retarded shit all the time. <laughs> There's literally no. Like Microsoft the the only out. reason both these consoles are happening is because of 4K televisions, and yeah. that's, that's literally it. Yeah, that's it literally behind, it. It's, it's, it's a graphic ball-swelling contest, swinging contest. That's it. But and they have to beef up the hardware to handle the 4K output. That's the only reason they're beefing up any of the hardware to handle 4K output. That's that's literally it. Yeah, but Microsoft come out and they say, "Here's what our consoles do," and they say like six teraflops or whatever. The, <laughs> the phrasing is they have the guy who like is in charge of Fallout in the video saying like, "Yeah, we're we're totally going to be able to put Fallout 4 in VR on this console after this," which yeah. is like just little things like that. It's like, oh, M- Microsoft yeah, know what they they're doing in two years' time, like. Thing. They have set themselves on a path. They know what the fuck they're doing. Then you go to Sony and they're like, here's an orchestra for a five-minute God of War demo. What the fuck is this game? We don't know. What the fuck? They're You're just... literally the wrongest person ever. You Why? analyze, you you analyze everything backwards on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> on purpose. I think there is a term for that. <laughs> I just... You're like the person who wants to, to like the albums everybody hates. Just, just... <laughs> so hard. How is so it backwards? It's, it, it doesn't make a blind bit of di- They've announced the Scorpio. Way We've got another console coming in two years that will just put, give you 4K output. The games are going to be the same. And as VR. So, so, yeah, VR's already coming to... Um, and VR was announced with a release date on PlayStation. Right. And, they so, show, and the things they showed for it was Batman's Cowl... And ogling a Final Fantasy character, like fuck off. What are you? T- what? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? They've already they've announced fifty VR games, of which Resident Evil Seven is one. Fallout Four will also be one. No, it won't. Yes, it will. Um, <laughs> no, it won't. You can literally already play. You can play any game that's currently in, in third person in first person on PlayStation. You just have to move the camera. No, that's, that's not true. Literally it. You could do it, it is absolutely stuff. true. 
Because you need to render the image twice. <clears throat> you can't have the same visual fidelity with the graphics we have now because you have to rev- jet- render every image twice, one for each eye. Yeah. Like, there's a shitload of... T- no, it's not just first-person yeah, game with it strapped to your face. They, it's not that simple. <laughs> the only reason that VR oh, is coming to Microsoft at all is because of PlayStation VR. No. They need to compete with it. And PlayStation VR was announced ages ago. They knew that when they built the PS4, that they are adding the VR to it. So it, 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 your, your whole point is moot. No. It's nonsense. We already know from reports that the launch PS4s won't run the PSVR very well. <laughs> That's not what they said, though. <laughs> That's what what literally what was last week's news section had in it. No, there's no, there might be new VR games that they'll go, well, they'll run better on the new console. Yeah, they probably will because they'll go, you've got better hardware, we can, we can render stuff either faster or you know, put more detail in or whatever. But all the other stuff is in development for the current PlayStation 4. <coughs> so, yeah, it's happening. It doesn't need to, they don't need to release a Scorpio to have VR. They need to release a Scorpio to have high fidelity VR which is what the PC has which Jesus. is what Microsoft are targeting <clears throat> what like Microsoft, 6 teraflops Microsoft isn't are, just like yeah they, and why do Microsoft say things like 6 teraflops it's because they're a PC they're, they're, they're selling you a PC and they're, they're and them going we're putting all our stuff on Steam from now on yeah because you want that's to that's not what they've said they, they literally said all, yeah. their games are it coming it just has like two misinformed their games, they're, they're, all, they're all they're all going to be on Windows 10 Literally, all yeah, their games. Windows 10 is not Steam. That's it's that's it's basically that's a profound to, oh, miscommunication sake. of knowledge. Steam, you... Steam is just a shop to buy PC games. It, it's not anything. It's no different. Going, it's going to be on Windows 10. It's going to be on Steam. It just means it's on PC. That's all it means. Oh, my, my dog was all on Microsoft feet. are doing oh, is, God, is, is slowly sacking off their Xbox business and set, and going. We need more PC business because we've realised. PlayStation have stolen our fucking thunder. This is what you're After doing right now is like watching somebody trying to put up a photo and just continuously banging their thumb with the hammer by accident, but not stopping. Like, oh, fuck, I'll get it this time. Bang. Oh, literally, bollocks, I've done you're it again. literally just saying something to, to try and make it sound like I'm not You just something. said Steam is the same as Windows 10, which is insanely misinformed. <clears throat> Please tell me how games coming out on Windows 10 is different to them coming, becoming available on Steam. Windows 10 is like a completely different platform to the point Windows where 10, Windows just, 10's not... Minecraft can't play against Windows standard yeah. Minecraft. The two are completely incompatible. The it's, funny... a, it's, a fucking, it's basically saying it's available on PC. That's all. It's, no, it's not. And oh, the fact that you think PC that means a lot of a lot of you, listeners probably now think that you don't you know PC what you're talking about. And people sad. who want to know that there's <laughs> six teraflops happening in my new Xbox One S. Wow. Be, yeah, because that's actual data that Microsoft have released that shows that they're headed in the right direction. It's showing that they're ter- they, they want you to know that it's a PC and they want you to realise that they're focused on PC hardware. No, what it shows <laughs> is that Sony are two big cowards. They want Microsoft to set the stage so that Sony can then either match it or go above it, in which case Microsoft are like a, probably a year ahead of their messaging at this point, which is so no. smart of Microsoft What's to do. is... PlayStation, from whatever, whoever discovered the PS Neo was happening, Microsoft have then shit themselves and gone, we'd better say something at this E3 because people are going to wonder if we've got a console coming up in the future or not. So let's say as much as possible, 
to try and make it seem like we're ahead of the game when they're no. not. The me- the messaging they've come out with, it's not rushed. It's, it's measured not. and considered. You could tell they're thinking like a few years ahead. Oh yeah, my god! All are aiming for four K. Listen, listen to you just going. Ah, oh, they've they've really thought about this really carefully. They're putting their consumer first. They've listened to the consumers, and they're doing what the consumers want. No, oh. they want money. They're doing what they want to get money, and what they think will make money is 4K, which is why they're <laughs> aiming gears down the line already with a target in mind, which I think is smart. What's wrong with that? You'd rather just be Sony, whatever people say they want, just, oh shit, let's just throw Crash Bandicoot at them. They think they, think they want Crash Bandicoot. Let's just say, we don't have a trailer or anything, let's just say we'll remaster those games. Crash I don't Bandicoot, fucking know. And they're being the, and then them adding VR and they're adding this their 4K Scorpio console are all knee-jerk reactions to PlayStation. It's not knee-jerk having these plans because every Oculus since launch has had an Xbox controller in. They've had <laughs> that partnership set up for a year and a half now. Of course it's had an Xbox controller in it because Xbox can, it's a fucking PC and they've been at PC compatible since the fucking three since fucking the Xbox fucking one. No, they're been able bundled to use a, in with Oculus Rifts. You buy an yeah, Oculus Rift, it comes PC with an Xbox system. controller. Because the only controller people go, are going to use with a PC are Xbox controllers, because they're compatible, because they're built by Microsoft. No. Whose business... Oculus is owned by Facebook. There's no... It doesn't matter. They yes, don't. it does. Doesn't They own it now, yeah. What do you mean they own it now? They didn't always own Oculus. It was designed by the Oculus company, who they then purchased. Yes. <laughs> who then did a deal with Microsoft. Which Dude, means it was, years it down the always, line, but Microsoft always built to be PC VR. compatible. I don't know what you are talking about. You, it's yes, you Oculus. don't. You're right, Don. We can both agree on this. You don't know what I'm talking about. Oculus. Let's agree. Was a PC was designed to work on a PC, so of course, if they're going to use a gamepad, it's going to be a Microsoft gamepad because they're compatible with PCs. There's, there's literally no other choice. You're right. That's you, you don't understand so, what I'm talking about. Let's. You are just full of shit. You don't understand what I'm talking You said it yourself. No, you don't understand what I'm talking about. So no, let's... because you're talking such shit. That's not an argument. <laughs> you saying I'm the wrongest person and saying I'm full of shit does not change anything that's just been said by either of us. And Don hung up because Don doesn't know how to argue. Uh so, <laughs> I guess that's the end of it. That's it for this week's uh, E3 uh, podcast, I suppose. Unless, actually, you know what? I'm going to try and call Rob back. Because um, I just want to get his thoughts on like best of the show and stuff, which uh, I didn't mention we should talk about. Um, let me see if I can get him on the line. Yeah, that was... I'm, oh. I'm really sorry, Rob. Gareth. You're right in every <laughs> way possible. I've just thought up about what I said. And I'm really sorry for what I said. And you were right. All right, Rob. Um, that was an absolutely <laughs> fantastic podcast. Uh, Gareth, yeah. thank you for your involvement. Uh, Rob, I was yeah. going to ask you, do you have like a highlight of the show or anything like that most disappointing best thing you didn't see coming anything like that I think what I didn't see coming was Don leaving the podcast <laughs> chat um, I think uh, the, the worst part I don't know I think 
the more the more annoyed he gets, the higher his voice goes. Yeah, that's true. Um, which makes it harder to take him seriously. <laughs> um, I just think all around, basically, it's quite nice. Cool. I, did you, you did you see the um, Battlefield One thing that EA did? Uh, what was that? The it, mass multiplayer thing. Yeah, yeah. Them basically showing a big match of it. Yeah, I did. But so I disappointing. Play it, so. it it looked so bad, man. It just yeah. looked like a skin on Battlefield. It didn't look special. Um, and it, I was so sad. That was my most disappointing thing by far. Because I was really excited about that trailer when they showed yeah. it. I'll and tell then, you what I'm excited uh, about. I'm not being rude. Spider-Man. Yes! Well, how did Ru- no, Don not bring that up in the Sony bit? Uh-huh. It looked so good. Well, you know, the thing is, it's made by Insomniac. And yep. I think everyone's been saying for a long time, why can't we just have a game like Spider-Man 2? Yep. Everyone loves that game un- universally. 100%. And no developers actually said, hang on a minute, you do realise people absolutely love Spider-Man 2. It's <laughs> more complex and it didn't treat you like an idiot. I so I think that completely was... Agree. For me, I want that. That's yep. what I want. Yep, it, that looked really good. I was surprised at how pumped uh, the new trailer... Well, I guess it was gameplay for the, the new Call of Duty they showed was in space. Actually, looked cool, and so did Titanfall Two. Both of those games, even though we knew exactly what we were going to get, looked way better than I thought they would. Yeah, well, I know what you mean. Which is, in its own way is disappointing because it's like, oh, the Call of Duty and Titanfall just going to be really good again, and then fuck everything because the same games are just going to be the popular ones. Yeah, uh, but they did show a Mass Effect Andromeda trailer, so. I'm happy. <laughs> but for the first time, can Battlefield and Call of Duty be any more different, Gareth? Uh, no, one's in space, one's in World War One. The problem okay. is, the good one looks like it's the space one, which isn't what I wanted. No. I wanted it the other way around. But yeah, this is like, this file is now an hour and 30, so maybe we should. Yeah. We should end. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in the Sorry, so that was the Game Central podcast for this week hopefully next week we'll be getting a bit of a revamp a nice lick of paint Mm. Um, I'm going to go back and watch the disappointment that is the Euro 2016 championship do you know why it's disappointing Gareth? I don't it's just there's not the passion in it yeah that that England-Wales game there was quite a lot of uh, crowd interaction for the first half then everyone just sort of couldn't be arsed went asleep yeah (laughs) But, you know, that, that's, that's football. That is football indeed. Okay, and this isn't football. Nope. Okay, just so you know. Oh, just me. <laughs> right. Now, that's the end of it. Okay. Now. <laughs> <laughs>